0: Welcome back to board Meetings with Jesus. This is episode 34. Derek Britt here. We're going to start a new study for us. It's been a while since we've done a podcast or done anything, so we want to start a new lesson. We're going to do a study on marriage. For the next several weeks, we'll be talking about marriage and this study is called Treating Her Like a Chief. And so I'm going to start this lesson with lesson one, talking about treating her like a chief. You know, at, at some point, every firefighter first responder will have to talk with their chief of their department at some time. You know, uh, when you're a volunteer firefighter. I remember the when I first started as a volunteer firefighter, one of the first things that we'd done is you met the chief. You sat down with the chief of the department and he talked with you about expectations and give you some thoughts of the department and things that would be going on and that he would be paying attention, see if you were coming to meetings and running calls. And so since the chief... Was a, a position that was held. The chief interacted with all his firefighters. You know, when when I became a firefighter for the city of Ashboro, uh, I met the chief and then remember in the interview and talking with the chief of the department. And and when he came in uh, to the room where everybody was at, it was a big deal. It, he was treated with dignity. And you see that if you belong to a paid department or a volunteer department, the chief is typically treated with honor and respect. You know the next time the chief comes walking in the door to where everyone's at, notice the change in everyone. Conversations will be stopped and full attention will be given to the chief. Any Poor attitudes or inappropriate conversations will immediately change. As the chief begins to talk, all will eagerly listen to what they have to say. And most will be willing to follow and obey the chief. With the image of a chief, especially a godly chief that you may know, we will begin a conversation on how, as Christian first responders... We should treat our spouses. The Bible has a lot to say about marriage, and we should be willing and eager to obey God with our marriage. In this study on marriage, the term CHIEF is an acronym to help us remember how to treat our spouses. CHIEF stands for this. The C stands for communication. H for honesty. I for intimacy. E for inf- Encouragement and F for forever. Firefighters get married for a variety of reasons. As we look back on a time just prior to getting married, it is often filled with images and fun times. Nobody sets out in marriage hoping to argue or to fuss or to get frustrated and leave the relationship as bitter enemies. Often we discover that couples have not been properly equipped to succeed in their marriages. You won't run into a burning building without equipment or training. Yet most responders have never sought to learn how to thrive in their marriages. We have to uh, take a class in driver's ed before we can get our driver's license to drive but you have to have no training to get married other than pay an amount for a marriage fee. Often we discover that couples have not been properly equipped to succeed in their marriage. You wouldn't run into a burning building without your equipment, your turnout gear on. Yet, we've never sought to learn how to thrive in our marriages. Spouses to first responders also need to understand the stresses their loved ones go through and how to best minister to them. When firefighters and first responders decide to follow biblical truth, the chances of marriage that are characterized by love and respect greatly increase. Statistics show that of marriages, 50% that begin are going to fail at 50%. If we take biblical truths and biblical characteristics and place them into our lives and use them in a practical way, our marriage increases from a 50-50 chance of survival to almost a 99% chance of survival When we follow biblical truth the chances of our marriage are char- being characterized by love and respect increase God the one who created all things knew exactly what it takes to have a successful marriage As we apply these truths into our marriage, we will begin to see our spouses in a different way. We see our spouses in a different light, and we will better understand how best to minister to their needs instead of demanding our own. Our marriages will become what God intended, and we will better be prepared to witness to other first responders. So why does marriage matter? Ephesians 5.31 says this, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. One flesh. It's a team concept that firefighters are very familiar with. In our marriage, we should never leave our partner behind. You're in the fire service. We, we, we stay together. We never leave one behind. We're, we're together. In our marriages, it should be the same thing. What is your priority? Firefighters' priority should be God, family, fire service. Seek God first. Then comes our family. And then comes our job. But too many times we get them swapped up. And our job may be number one. Or our job may be number two. And our spouse and family are number three. It's not all about you. It's about seeking God, your family, then the fire service. So it's not about you. It's a healthy marriage. In a study, they find that 70% of chronic problem. Drinkers were either divorced or separated, and only 15% were married. Single men are more than three times as likely to die of cirrhosis of the liver. A research conducted at a university reports that married people have the lowest mor- morbidity and illness rates, while divorce show the highest. It increases that chances that married couples' children will be successful, better, more reliable employees, increased individual earnings, lower chance of suicide. So, God designed marriage. Fire departments will, from time to time, be required to attend maybe a class called "Back to the Basics." In a training class where we go back to the basic fundamentals. These classes are designed to go over the basic material that's been taught to firefighters maybe uh, sometime before, but maybe it's been many years before it's been looked at. Whether you have 30 years in the fire service or just 30 weeks or 30 days, firefighters are required to attend these classes with their Department or assigned company. Back to basic training is a good way to ensure everyone is on the same page and prepared for the next emergency, the next time the pager goes off. Let's take a look at the basics of marriage as it's recorded in Scripture in the Bible. Genesis is the book of beginnings. In it, we were able to look into the very heart of God. Where did He come from? Why are we here? What's the purpose of our marriage? And studying the first two chapters of Genesis, give us some profound answers to those questions. Genesis 1-1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 2-2 says, And on the seventh day, God finished His work that He had done, and He rested on the seventh day from all the work He had done. We see in Genesis 2.8, And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Genesis 2.18, And the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right for him. Genesis 2.21-22 says, So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out One of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. Genesis 2.24 says, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. The purpose of marriage, be fruitful and multiply. We see this in Genesis one twenty eight. So how marriage affects our actions, and our actions may be around the station. 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 7 says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Us being firefighters or first responders, it takes dedication, concentration, and quick thinking in order to handle all of the emergencies that we're dispatched to. People's lives are typically maybe in danger. Lives can slip away in just a matter of seconds. Citizens deserve to have the best possible chance for survival, and everyone on the team needs to be focused on the task at hand. We've all been on emergency scenes where everything goes well, the fire goes out, everyone goes home safe. Personal issues within our lives, and especially within our marriage, can affect how we perform around the station and at emergencies. When Someone who first firstborn are struggling in their marriage, it can be difficult to focus on the task at hand. I've seen firefighters over the years that come into work with so much baggage in their lives and in their marriage that begins to show in their job performance. I've often wondered how many firefighters uh, that be- get injured or how many deaths have occurred because of strained marriages. An increase of sick leave also occurs when responders go through difficulties. I've also seen firefighters who become hostile at work as a result of issues at home, whether they're leading to divorce or resulting in problems at work for the employee. God, though, provides hope for your marriage during difficult days. Remember, marriage goes through Different seasons, so never give up when the storms of life hit you. Proverbs 3 1 6 says, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands, for length of days and long life and peace will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around the neck, write them on a tablet in your heart, and So find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. So why are some marriages thriving while others are on the verge of collapse and potentially affecting our services as firefighters? Think of the tools we're familiar with, in our department, some departments don't have the tools needed for the job. Some departments have received proper training, and the firefighters maybe don't know how to use the tools. Some firefighters aren't proficient in the operation of the tools. 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17 says, All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, and for training, In righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete or whole, equipped for every good work. Marriage can be difficult, but with all the proper tools, the training needed to use those tools, and the constant use of the tools in order to become proficient, firefighters can not only succeed in their marriage, but also make that marriage thrive. In the fire service, we observe some very interesting, maybe, uh, phenomena, you might say. From zero to five years, firefighters typically learn as much as possible about the fire service. In years six through fifteen, there is no upward mobility that the firefighter gets comfortable and complacent in their service. In year 16 to 25, if there is no upward mobility, the firefighter becomes bitter and begins to talk negatively about the top department. Just before retiring, firefighters who are not where they desire to be will give up and become lazy. Marriages with firefighters can be the same if priorities become out of line or if one or both of the spouses lose their focus on the biblical principles laid out before them for marriage. So how do we apply this for first responders? Firefighting can be difficult and exhausting way of life. As we respond to emergencies, we'll not always get our own way and we have to learn to work hard at being good firefighters. In order to do Anything well, you have to put what? Time into it. Marriage is no exception to this rule. Our marriage cannot only survive but thrive if we learn to stay tuned in to God and we love our spouses the way God designed us to. If we seek God and we're tuned in to Him, it helps us to love our spouses the way God designed us to. I want to give you some simple, something simple to try. Okay? So first we see that we are to seek God. We're to, there's an order in which God places things to be. We're to, he's to be number one. Our spouse should be number two. Our job is number three. Where are you? Where is your attention at? Is God number one, spouse two, job three? Or is your order flipped around? Make seeking God first. Your spouse second. In that with your spouse seek God together with your spouse. Pray together. I want to challenge you over the next several weeks as we continue this study to make a promise to at night in the morning over a meal, whatever that you take your spouse's hand and that you pray for each other and watch what God does when we place Him first, and we treat each other with respect.